Hello, hello, hello. Pottoms up. This is Fred coming at you with episode eight of Pottoms up. Across from me, as usual, is my good buddy Blotto. Hey, Fred, how you doing? Swell. And off to my right is Knobs, the tweaker of knobs. <laughs> hello. Uh, how, how you doing tonight, Knobs? I'm hanging in there. Yeah. Hanging in there. That's uh, everyone's hanging. Better tough. than a lot of other options, I suppose. Everyone survived the uh, Christmas and New Year's holiday, okay? Um. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you yeah. resolution in the crap out of it. You hitting it hard. Um. You and the I haven't mighty bike. Uh. No. 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 That was not my New Year's resolution. <laughs> um. It's it's hard to stay away from the clarinet. Oh, that's true. But um, I, I I haven't done what I really want to do, and that is listen to more music and less TV news. But how am I ever going to do that, <laughs> given <laughs> to, all of the crap that happens every single day? To dream the impossible and, dream. You know, a lot of times the news cycle gets kind of loopy where it's the same thing over and over again each each show, right? Right. But that's not what's happening. <laughs> it's It's every show, every hour, some, you know, new, unbelievable uh, story is, is happening around... This administration and, and U.S. politics, but but I know I know, I know what I have to do. I, I've, I've come up with a plan. I'm not going to discuss it now, but I have a plan to kind of force myself into. There's always next week. Yeah, you can start anew. <laughs> Monday resolutions, Monday not resolution. New Year's resolutions. How about you, Nabs? Everything go good with the New Year's? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, no complaints. Do anything fun? <laughs> F no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I had some whiskey sours. Oh yeah, well that's that's, that's fun. That's yeah. fun. I just had whiskey. Yeah, I had a whiskey sour, a la knobs. Ah, yep. I had my one, my obligatory New Year's Eve whiskey sour. I was drinking scotch, some pinch. Pinch, what's that? Uh, hog and hog dimple pinch. It's got a couple different names. Ooh, sounds kind of nasty. It's Tor- a, <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's a nice blended, so it's not a single malt scotch, but it's kind of on the higher end of blended. Um, you know, it's you know, think Dewar's is a blend, Dimple Pinch is, you know, ten bucks more. I don't. If, if price, I don't do if, scotch. Uh, I used to do a lot more scotch, then I switched to bourbons, but uh, I, I still I still enjoy good scotch occasionally. I had a bad experience at Spooge's wedding on. Rot gut scotch with <laughs> with your buddy Al. Ah, uh, and I haven't recovered. I thought maybe it would be. I haven't recovered from it since. I'm scarred. I Who were those guys? The 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 Bill's friends that used to drink scotch, the cheap stuff. Oh, that was a. They had the same name, the Scotts. Scott. Yeah, the Scotts. <laughs> I was trying to say, how can I say this without saying it? But yeah, the Scotts. The Scotts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they drank a lot of rock gut. Like uh, old Macintosh. <laughs> like a made-up Scottish name. Uh, Hilarious. All right. Well, good to go. Well, speaking of all that liquor. Yeah, yeah. Let's liquor up there, Fred. All right. We got beer. And uh, this week's first beer is brought to us from a big fan of the pod, uh, Rudy. Uh, she had recommended this. She was in the UP Upper Peninsula. We love it when the fans, but she didn't buy it. 
No, oh. no, we weren't at that oh, point. She's, she's, she's going to listen to this. So we'll bill her, we'll bill her. <laughs> <laughs> but she was in the UP of Michigan, and she went to Keweenaw Peninsula. She was actually at the brewery, and uh, she said she really liked it a lot, and she listens to the pot all the time, and she suggested I track it down, so that's what I did. So what do we got? Take a look. Uh, Keweenaw Brewing Company, Borealis Brew. Okay, what is it? And the brew is spelled B-R-O-O with a... Like a Norwegian line across the top of a it. Nor- <laughs> Versus a Finnish line. Cha-ching! Slapping my leg. That was awful. It was awesome. Uh, but there's got to be a grammatical term for that. I'm telling you, it means something else. I'm just saying for that line. Oh, yeah. I also like the use of pipes around the word, uh, which are uh, also kind of of hip. Um, What is it? What kind of? It was 5.1 on the alcohol. I I couldn't find it. It says a coffee infused amber ale. Um, Okay, so it's amber ale, a little coffee in there. And one more disclaimer. I tried to find it in glass. For the uh, audio experience, but uh, I could only find it in can, so that's what we have. There we go. Doggy. Bottoms up, gentlemen. Bottoms Happy up. Happy 2019. You heard nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that was sad. <laughs> we actually, I think our Ooh. fingers bumped. Okay. Um, who wants to go first there? Knobs? It's coffee. In a can. It's coffee in a can. It's chock full of nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, a good choice for the first beer of the night. Uh, definitely running a bit ragged today. It's been a long day at work, so I need uh-huh. a little bit of pick-me-up, so good choice on that. Ah, oh. I wonder if it has caffeine. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Blotto? Uh, yeah, no, I, I can tell right away. This is something that, that I would enjoy. The coffee comes through nice. <clears throat> But, you know, with me, it's all about the bitterness, and the bitterness isn't there. The coffee f- flavor is there, but the aftertaste uh, is nice and clean. I would agree. It's not very bitter. Coffee is definitely the prominent. Mm-hmm. When they say coffee infused, they're not kidding. It's, it's way out in front. But I tend to get some caramel, maybe a little bit of fruit in there. Mm-hmm. So it's actually pretty nice. I, I yeah. could see this as a summer beer, even though it has the coffee, which to me would tend to sound more heavy. Yeah. But it's not really that heavy. I, I could see this as a summer beer. I have a story about this beer in relation to Potoms Up. Really? I was going to buy this beer when it was my turn last. Oh, no shit. But I didn't because I was holding out to find a KBC beer uh, in a bottle. So you mentioned KBC, uh, Kimonal Brewing. Oh, okay. Um, see, when 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 you have a son that uh, goes to oh. Michigan Tech, which is in Houghton, uh, you learn the jargon. Oh, and he told me about KBC beer. My underage son <laughs> in his first year of college knows a lot about KBC beer. In Interesting. Fact, he recommended uh, another beer called the Widowmaker. Okay. And uh, so I did pick up a six-pack of that while he was home and uh, uh, allowed him to imbibe a bit 
getting in trouble here. Um, on, uh, well, you're in witness protection yes, already. And, uh, so. uh, New Year's Eve I see uh, at home, <laughs> just at, at home, you know, but um, after I discovered that, yes, uh, you know, after his first semester in school, he has discovered beer. So, not gonna, but anyway, he's a big fan of KBC. Um, I don't know if he's had this particular one. I know he's had, like I said, there's another one called the Widowmaker, but it's it's my guess. It's uber popular. Is he? It's uber u- uber popular. Uh, or what? Uh, uper popular. Uper popular. It's uper popular. Uh, oh, just uh, a, a quick uh, geographical um, lesson for those of you in uh, Uzbekistan, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you look at Michigan, where we live on a map. There's the Lower Peninsula. It looks like a mitten. And then there's a bridge, the Mackinac Bridge, five-mile bridge. And then there's the Upper Peninsula. The people who live in the Upper Peninsula, we refer to as Ubers. Right. And since we live below the bridge, they refer to us as trolls. So that's a little Michigan lingo for you. Uh, Not as an internet trolls, but those that live under the bridge. Yes, not grassy trolls, just Michigan trolls. And uh, Houghton, where this beer is brewed, is uh, probably about as near uh, to the Arctic Circle as one can get and still be in the contiguous U.S. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, all right. Well, is it for you? Uh, for me, for sure. Nobs? I can't be dissing my sons. I'm going to th- give it a thumbs up for right now. Okay. I want to see how it kind of... It always matters. Yeah. Later. Yeah. Towards the bottom of the can. Well, my first impression is it, it, it is for me, and like I say, I could see this as a good summer beer. And uh, okay, Rudy, nice suggestion. Yes, thank you very much. Like thank it. you very much, Rudy. Bottoms up, Rudy. Bottoms up. Click, click, click. God, this, this is bad. <laughs> Anyhow, um, so uh, anything happened today in the world of politics? Yeah, wow. it's just insanity, right? Um, but before we get into the politics, I did want to share with you something that I saw. Okay. And, you know, perhaps it's old. Um, when I saw it, it just made me laugh. It's just nothing more than a meme joke. And okay. uh, uh, I'm, I, I had to think to myself, had I seen, have I heard this joke before? <laughs> or uh, am I out of touch? Or is it new? So you tell me if you've ever heard of it. Uh, why are monks so good at protesting? Why are monks so good at protesting? No idea. The more ohms you have, the greater the resistance. <laughs> I work okay. with a lot of electrical engineers. <laughs> They'll get that one. <laughs> Just puns all the way down today. Uh, well, I happen to have a meme, too. Uh, I ran across this, and this is actually very um, related to some of the subject matter for today. It's a dog standing at the presidential podium. Oh. And it says, we're going to build the greatest dog park. It's going to be great. Probably the greatest park ever built in the cats. The cats are going to pay for it. (laughs) (laughs) The, the, The parallels are spot on. Yep, yeah. Exactly. I, right? I, I mean, even from the idea of a talking dog is parallel to Trump's ability to speak. <laughs> a he talking as, orange. He may as well be a talking dog. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's not fair of you to do that to dogs. Uh, uh, true. True. 
What did a dog ever do to you? I could list a whole bunch of stuff. Right? I'm sure you could. Um, <clears throat> well, I thought we'd start uh, tonight. Um, we just, you know, we we, we got to talk about the shutdown. It's the most important thing happening in government. And, you know, I, I think as, you know, time goes on, um, you know, uh, keeping abreast on 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 the shutdown on the shutdown and, and what's happening um, is important. Um, you know, we we talked about what the shutdown meant um, to the people affected and what it meant to Americans uh, on a previous episode, and it just kind of continues. So, what has happened in the last, I guess, what forty eight hours, maybe seventy two hours on the on the shutdown? Has, has been equally astonishing. True? Pretty amazing. Um, it, it, it's pretty... Uh, part of this is all, gonna, is all going to be part of how it plays out, right? So the Democratic House passed six bills, was it, yesterday? Well, can we back up for just yeah. one quick thing? Yeah, yeah. On Wednesday, this past Wednesday, two days ago, they had that closed door meeting in the situation room mm-hmm. and supposedly four of the lead Democrats and four of the lead Republicans and Trump mm-hmm. were in this meeting and they were supposed to talk about the government being, um, the government shutdown. But it turned out that uh, Trump, what's her name? The uh, Nielsen. Nielsen. He put Nielsen as cabinet member for... Uh, Homeland Security. He in propped their, her up there. He propped her up there to do a PowerPoint or some BS. And uh, Pelosi was having none of it. She basically interrupted her and said, no, nah, we are here to discuss opening the government back up, right. not listen to you piss and moan about the wall. When you when you listen to, and I, <clears throat> I like the position that they're taking, they're, they're, they're basically kind of taking the position of a negotiator with a kidnapper or a hostage situation. Yep. We'll talk when you let the hostages go. We're, you know, we're, you want to negotiate about the wall. You want to negotiate about funding. And if you heard some of their uh, recap a- after the second meeting that they had today. Which was this morning. They basically, basically said... Uh, we're not going to discuss any of this until the government it's is open. up and running. Right. You know, at least all agencies except for Homeland Security. Yeah, there's eight agencies and then the Homeland Security. Right. So, so they, we'll, they want the minimum of the eight open. The ones up. that are not affected by the wall. Right. And just are looking for continuing funds to operate that government. And if, you know, Border Patrol and Kirsten Nielsen or whatever want to work without a paycheck then, you know, that's another problem. And I think that's the right angle to take is we're not negotiating. It, it's still interesting that Trump doesn't even really, his negotiation tactic is, 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 is cross his arms and pout. That's his negotiation his lips. Tactic. Don't forget yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, we, do, we, we do need to get on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, um, <clears throat> So anyway, as I was saying, because of that and then the swearing in, 
the House Dems are saying, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna try and conduct conduct business as usual and do what's necessary to open the government, and then it's gonna be thrown over to McConnell and to the presidents. I I think I think it's the right tactic. Um, no, I I totally agree. And after they got signed in yesterday, they went right to work. Mm-hmm. And just like she said, Pelosi said. They were going to take the six bills that were previously passed on a bipartisan basis yes. and basically go over them again and repass them. And now and, they're sitting there. Yep. And they would typically be going over to the Senate. Yep. And McConnell is back in his boy right now. Now, what's interesting today... He's been, uh, been kind of... Right, Nowhere. right. In fact, they asked him in the press conference today. Oh yeah, where is he? Where, where's McConnell? And well, he, they, he's working in the Senate. Uh, That's what he said. There's not much to work on when the government shut down, is there? <laughs> <laughs> other than the shutdown, right? Um, the other thing that happened today was two GOP senators have splintered from the group. And a guy from Colorado, I don't remember his name. And yeah, Susan Collins from Maine. It was Maine. Maine. Yeah, and it's kind of predictable with her, right? I mean, she. Uh, but still, if others start to splinter, the pressure is going to be on McConnell to take these things to a vote. And I think if he ever does get it to a vote, it'll be a veto override type of vote. I don't think it'll pass by the skin because he'll have whatever Republicans. He only need, what even the Democrats do a veto override, probably only need, what, 15? It's two-thirds, right? So the, the Senate? Yeah. So they need what twenty? They need about half. They need half. They need about half the Republicans to uh, um, get on board. Yeah, get on board. And, and uh, I, I think it's. I still think that's the best shot. I, I don't see it happening. I, 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 I unless there's some way that Trump can call victory here. I I, I don't see him signing on to, to something that doesn't have the wall. Well, McConnell has vowed that he's not even going to put it up to vote unless it's That's something what, yeah, the president yeah. is going to sign. Yeah. But doesn't that it smack of somebody not doing the job they were hired to do? It, it, it's yeah, no, not it's not his, regular order. It's, it's not his decision. He should be making the Senate function, yep. go through the, even if they're going through the motions to get shot down by the presidents, yep. they still should be doing, they shouldn't. Just be saying, we're not going to participate in the process. I think it goes back to the Garland. He was emboldened by the Garland decision. That wasn't his place not to bring that up to vote. No way. You know, or even to go into conference about it. Maybe. It was not. And, 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 and he wielded that power. Uh, I, I think um, some of the rules, some of the new rules in the House stripped Nancy Pelosi from some of that ultimate power. Good. I, I think that's part of her package was that uh, committees can force things to a vote. I see no problem. In, individuals <clears throat> can't because then, then you have the Freedom Caucus knucklehead things going on, right? <laughs> but, but, but I believe that the committees can. Amen. Do it up. Yeah, and then, of course, the president said he's not going to sign anything without money for the wall. I mean... Yeah, I, I don't I don't see a win-win there. I, 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 I keep kind of trying to go through what is something that 
the Democrats could package that looks like border security for Trump and his minions, but it really isn't. And then everybody walks away happy. I, 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 I think there's too much scrutiny on this. I think that could have been done a month ago when it should have been done or whenever. I think, I, I think that has sailed. I, I, I'm not positive that there's a, um, a, a way to flim-flam the public on that in his base, you know? Yeah. Perhaps, perhaps. Well, now he, he's so dug in that if, if it doesn't spell it out clearly that the $5.6 billion that he wants is for a wall or barrier right. or gate or fence or whatever, yeah. he's just not going to sign it. But I, I am glad to see the Democrats digging in. and, and they, I just feel bad for the people that are yeah, getting hurt. Unfortunately, that's, the hostages and all this. And yeah. that's that's the way to look at it because they're being used. Yes. And yeah. it's, it's just not right. And, you know, like we had mentioned in the previous episodes about the shutdown, the, those people don't make oodles of money. You know what I mean? They make decent right. living. And you start going two weeks, a month without pay, it affects you. Uh, right away. Immediately. Because yeah. most of those people are yeah. average people living paycheck yeah. to paycheck. And if they don't have carpentry skills. That's right. How, <laughs> how, how can they chip in for the landlord and fix broken door frames? <laughs> in lieu of rent. Yeah. I had heard some talking heads saying that they were hopeful that Pelosi and McConnell might go into the shadows and work out something. And See... Trump. That's that's where it, I think it would be the, we'll call it this, and then sell it to Trump to sell to his right-wing media, you know, fanatics, right? Because that's who he has to sell to. If he sells it to Breitbart and Laura Ingram and Sean Hannity and Rush Limbaugh, then that, that'll in turn trickle on down to, you know, those those constituents within the base, and they're like, hey, we got it, you know. But I, I just don't know that that can be um, scammed. You know, the pressure has just got to continue to be on McConnell. And if he has, you know, more than half of the Republican senators saying, we want to vote for this, can he still hold off? Because that didn't happen with Garland, right? He had, you know, they were all either, they, they all just shut up, right? I mean, they really didn't say anything about it. If they can get more vocal about it, is that the pressure that it takes for him to uh, buck the president on this one? I don't know. Well, it is good that there were a couple of Republicans that... And we'll have to see how how it plays out. Because if it looks politically good for those guys, more will start to distance themselves or even splinter off and and, and say, we ought to vote on this. Well, the ones to keep your eye on are the ones who are up for re-election mm-hmm. in 2020, like Susan Collins and yes. the guy from Colorado. Yeah. And there's got to be, there's, there's be another 50 of them, right? Yeah. Or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Or 25 of them. So. I, don't, I don't know the numbers as right. far as that, but uh, yeah. yeah. And Their butts are on the line. You know what's really frustrating <clears throat> about all this? It, well, there's lots of things frustrating about it, but it, it's not like... Again, McConnell's not doing the will of the people, right? I mean, Trump's speaking to his base, 35 37%, or whatever that number is. And I don't even think all of them. I think the polling on the wall is somewhere in the low 30s percent, high 20s. Fact check that. But 
again, the Senate is completely just disregarding what the people want. Exactly, you know? yeah. And when you start getting into those lower numbers, you're also including Republicans. Oh, you know, you know, you're at 50 if it's just Democrats. So you've got a lot of Republicans out there that are saying, we don't need this wall at this time in this manner. And, and just w one more thing I kind of want to reiterate, again, going back to our last episode about this, is you made such a good point. Oh, yay. You did. You really did. And Time I, stamp. And I hadn't thought about it. <laughs> I hadn't thought about it until you brought it up. But you made a great point as far as, like, the negotiations and the Republicans. Do they really want this wall or don't they want it? You, you made a great point is that, you can tell they don't want it and they don't care about it because they haven't offered to give anything up. Right. And it still stands today. They're kind of like staying out of it. Yes. They really yep. are. The Republicans are kind of yeah. quiet well, in general. In today's, in today's press conference, you know, a couple questions were shouted out to Trump as, you know, would you be willing to offer DACA for the wall? And Trump doesn't know how to answer that because he doesn't know what his base is going to say about that. Well, he know? just keeps defending it by saying the yeah, court's, courts got to right, right, right. Court's got to decide. But he doesn't that. have to wait for the court, right? I know, no, I know. You know, but that's I mean, he could assume the court's going to rule against him and do this, or, or or rule in favor of him and do this, right? The court is not holding up any legislation. You know, in fact, it would be interesting if the if if they did settle on a deal and it was written into the uh, into law, then you know the courts might even just say, hey. No, no problem. They here, went right? through the regular process and did it the right way. Yeah. So that, yeah, he, he's. It, it's almost like um, uh, my taxes are under audit. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very confusing. <laughs> Most people wouldn't understand it. Yeah, and uh, so he, it, it's 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 just an excuse. But it was interesting because the last time that he offered DACA for the wall, Stephen Miller went gonzo, right? And then it was like, no, 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 we got to cut chain migration, quote unquote. We got to add more uh, interior enforcement, more deportations. We got to, you know, do more e verify. We got to do all these other things to cut legal immigration. And, um, and so then he backed off and, and changed. And I think he's, Trump doesn't know if he can offer DACA for the wall because he doesn't know how his base was going to respond. I keep pretty good tabs on Breitbart. I can tell you that they would never get on board for that. Hmm. That, that that's, that's a non-starter. Anything that is considered a pathway to citizenship is never going to fly even for the wall. And, and one guy that I, I kind of sparred with on that on Breitbart was saying that they got fooled into that when Reagan said he was going to, when he gave amnesty, mm -hmm. because that was supposed to shore up the border. Now, I, first of all, that was then, this is now, and second of all, I'd argue the border is secure. I mean, whatever the number is of, of illegal crossings, it's gone way down since... 2000 or 1995 it's gone steadily down for the last 20 years a slight uptick in 2016 but that may not even be illegal crossings that's just overall undocumented residents so the idea that the and, and even trump this is where it's so insane trump says the border secure <laughs> and then he tells you four thousand a day are crossing illegally 
Uh, and 3,000 are terrorists. That, oh, and MS-13. <laughs> and lepers. Don't forget the lepers. Uh, they're contagious. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, it's a, it, it, it's, it, it's a show like uh, no other show. It really is. I, I want to use some expletives, but um, I won't. <laughs> can be like our, our, our new congresswoman from Dearborn. Um, more power to her. <laughs> to leave. Did, did you, uh, I, I saw. That was hilarious. I thought she was going to do a microphone drop like Axl Rose or something. You're like, I, go, oh, oh. I, I don't agree with it. Like, it's, it's not what I would have said in that setting. She was caught up in the moment, I think. And, and I, I think so. But at the same time, since when are they the snowflakes? Like, like, like Trump calls congresswomen, you know, dogs, dogs horse face, unintelligent. And nobody says anything on, on his side of Right. You know, uh, uh, on his side. So, you know, someone uh, I saw today just before we started, uh, somebody called out Kevin McCarthy on that because he was saying that it was inappropriate. And they're like, what did you, did you call out Trump when 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 he called, um, you know, whoever was a horse? Oh, no, no. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just yeah. saying, you know, you know, there's a double standard there. Um, and that, that's why I, I wrote to you earlier today, you know. That happens in 50 million snowflakes just melt. Yep. Um, it's such projection. They're always, they're always talking about liberals being the snowflakes, but the, 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 the slightest slight, bad alliteration, but, but, but the, the, you know, the, the, even the you know, most benign insult and their hair catches on fire. Did you hear what Pelosi said about it? Uh, no. Well, she's she's going to be on MSNBC tonight. Joy is uh, interviewing her, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Joy asked her that question. So, what do you think about your new person in Congress using the MF or calling Trump that? And she basically said, "You know, it's a generational thing. I wouldn't do it. You know, I'm a grandma." She says, "But she goes, I don't have uh, verbal restrictions on my people," and she goes. And it's no worse than anything Trump has said. There you go. That, that's in, that's generalizing what and she said. And that wraps it up perfect. Oh, she also yeah. she managed to to sneak in the first amendment that it's her first amendment rights. I don't censor what my people say, and it's nothing worse than we've heard out of Trump. So it was very very clever the way she kind of packaged it, put a little bow in it, and they were done with it. They, yeah. But I, yeah. I thought that was clever what, what, the way she handled that question. Here's what'll happen to this though in the future. Okay, and, and mark my words on this, is it'll get it'll it'll be used in a in a comparison an analogy when s- some right winger or GOP guy says something racist, uh-huh. and then they'll say, "Well, you didn't seem to care when this person said this." Okay, and that's 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 the distinction on the First Amendment. There's hate speech, you know what I mean, where he is saying something that is. Uh, insulting large swaths of people and we're looking at in comparison to someone who said a very specific thing about a very specific individual you know and hate against an individual is not hate speech I'm sorry it's not and but you you, it'll play out that way it it will come up in analogies and uh, that that are nonsensical yeah 
Speaking of nonsensical. Yes. <laughs> uh, we had some of the finest entertainment. I, I don't know if this can be beat for the rest of the year. What do you think, Fred? Do you, do you think Wednesday's cabinet meeting? Oh, my God. It, well, it wasn't well, bad can, enough. Can that it. be beat? I don't know. That, that was one of the more bizarre things I think I've ever seen. They, they call it a cabinet meeting, which would lead you to believe it's the president's and all of his cabinet members in a closed room so they can conduct business. But no, it has to be elevated to a shit show. Yeah. <laughs> invited, invited in are the cameras. Invited in are the microphones and the press. And at that point, it went off the rails. Like, I would have assumed that there would have been the cabinet meeting at the beginning... Right, so they meet for an hour and a half, two hours, whatnot. You know about vital, important Cabinet pieces of stuff. business for the United States, right? And then you bring in people and the cameras and the reporters. But 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 no, this just this just started as a I don't even know what kind of cabal you would call this. Like like how would you what would you call that kind of presentation? I don't even know how to define it. Well, you know what it reminded me of <clears throat> is if you remember right after uh, presidents got elected, he had a meeting where he had all of his cabinet members in a Oh, and they went around. They went around <laughs> and they one by one kissed his ass for about three to five minutes oh. apiece. And that's sort of what it, it didn't get that far into that direction, but it was like it took me back to that meeting. I'm like, I've never seen anything like that. It was like the king being praised by yeah. all the court jesters. Or yeah. I, I, it was the weirdest like, thing. Like, like it, it, doesn't, it doesn't fit the description of a board meeting. It doesn't fit the description of a press conference. It doesn't fit the description of a cabinet meeting, of, uh, of a briefing. A what, movie opening. Uh, right, 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 right. But I don't even know how to describe that because nobody else said anything. Yeah, for, well... Yeah, Whitaker did. Whitaker and Kirsten. Remember we were talking if she was there? I watched the whole thing today. She was there. Okay, yeah. Oh, I no, she was, she was on video. That's yeah. right. She, she was Skyped in or something. <laughs> She's going, is this working? Is this working? She's over in the corner, and they're all going, yes, it's working. Oh, she, can, oh. she can't hear them. Yeah. Is this on? Is this yeah. working? Oh, that was too funny. Been there many, many times. <clears throat> but uh, just before we go any further with this, our, our descriptions of what, went on in this unidentified meeting type yeah. we're, we're so scattered and off the wall that it may not sound like as we address some of these points that there's any logic or flow to what we're saying because there was none. there was none it, it, i yeah. mean it was ricocheting off the walls so as we talk about a couple of the things that our observations of this meeting it's there is no order. There is no flow to this. So if it sounds a little disjointed, it's Trumpian. It's Trumpian. <laughs> I mean, and that's. I guess that's what I would call the meeting, right? <clears throat> uh, I, I mean, he just the Trumpian sat there follies, and is he just good? either he went off on tangents that had no relative meaning to the the question or the topic, or he just made crap up. Right, he just, he just right, right, right out of thin air, he just made shit up. Um, you know, is he the king of segways or what? <laughs> like, one of my favorite parts still is his rant about NATO funding. 
He goes on and on about how other countries, wealthy countries that are not paying enough in their, into their military had nothing to do with anything anyone asked. He never even uses the term NATO. He just goes on about how other countries aren't paying their share. But you knew that's what he was talking about. But you're right. He never once said the I don't know NATO. that he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> he knows that people aren't paying their share. But does he know that it's not for NATO? You know? And then you know, we've all, we, we can do another show on, on that's not how NATO works anyway per se. But, but that's, that's <clears throat> um, you know, that's, he, just, he, he just, you know, makes stuff up. He lies, right? Like uh, a rug, <laughs> like like a rug on his head. Thirty million undocumented residents. 30, he said thirty 35. to thirty-five million, huh. and I checked on it, and it's still only between eleven and twelve yeah. uh, million, and that's according to Homeland too. Mm-hmm. So, right, his so own, that's his one own. of his his own little pet mm-hmm. departments. So according to them, they're saying it's between eleven and twelve. So thirty, thirty-five. Yeah. <laughs> Another one of my favorite gems is when he said he called up OPEC and told them to let it flow. <laughs> and that's why we're paying less than $2 a gallon for gas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he goes, big to the phone, <laughs> called up Omar OPEC <laughs> and said, let, let it, it flow. flow. <laughs> and it was good. What about the December stock market? It's a glitch. It's a glitch. It's a glitch. That's mm-hmm. all it was. It, it was only the worst December since the Great Depression. <laughs> I think 1931 was the last time it was that bad. And he calls it a glitch. Uh, What's a glitch to Wait, you? hold on. Well, we know what glitches are. Because nah, we have our tech person. Glitch? Nah, we what's, a, what's, what's, a, what's a glitch? Uh, like when a podcast fails to export? <laughs> <laughs> Could, can a glitch last 30 days? <laughs> And if, sure. it, and if it does. No, no, no. Glitch <laughs> no, no. can't work last 30 days. No. All right. From a, from a purely IT standpoint, what's a glitch? It's a, usually an electronic fart or something like that. Yeah. It's like, yeah. A, it's like some hiccups. Yeah, it's a bug. Okay. Yeah. It's a hiccup. Yeah. The stock market lo- lo- losing 2,000 points or whatever loss in December is hardly a glitch. Okay. Just now explain this to me. Turn the stock market off and on again. It'll fix itself. That's right. <laughs> Reboot. Okay. Explain this to me. In front of the president's. <laughs> There was a poster, and it said, sanctions are coming November 4th. So what did you make of that? And it was sort of a Game of Thrones it theme. Was. It's like winter is coming. It was okay, sanctions I, I, are coming. I, I, I'm going to read into this a little bit, okay? Go ahead. Because they didn't even mention no, it. No, they didn't mention it. There but I heard something on, I, I, I heard and saw another poster image today. And it said the wall is coming. Oh. So what I and the talking head on TV even described that as the poster that was in front of the president. But it wasn't. I went back and looked. I'm like, no, no it, said it was sanctions, sanctions are coming. Okay, November so here's, <laughs> here's this is this is <laughs> this is the way it goes down because this is the way it would go down in in, in the corporate world too, right? Okay. Okay. You're going to talk about this great marketing campaign you have, okay? And so you need to have show and tell, right? You got to have the, um, the bells and whistles, but the, the the prototype, the prototype, whatever. And so you bring out something that is as a mock-up, that is as close as you can get. So Trump says we're going to do this, 
and it's going to say the wall is coming, but all I have right now is the sanctions are coming. So that's the prop he uses to say it's going to be like this, but imagine it says the wall. That's what would happen in a corporate conference room. I think that's what happened here. But isn't it peculiar that that could be there, not a single person, including <laughs> him, right. mentions it. It's a big poster, too. It's got to be four feet yeah, long. It went across the whole desk. It is just sitting there in front of it. No one mentions it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's common. No, November 4th. Those are at all cabinet. November 4th, 2017? When was that date? Because November 4th. I think I it was 2017. I don't even think it was 20, 2018. So they didn't even make a new poster for us. I, who knows? Yeah, that was unbelievable. Maybe that was for the maybe that was for the Russians. Ah, I guess. And, and then what about the crack he made about firing Mattis? You know, this we're we're joking around a bit, but this, this business is with this the, general, the military. Go yeah. back to our episode on dis in the mm-hmm. military. Mattis did the right thing and resigned, and he did it under protest. He did it professionally, face-to-face like a yep. man, unlike some other people. For the right reasons? For all the right reasons. And, and, and the right reasons, even if you were a Trumpster. Yeah, saying, I agree. Saying, I'm leaving because you need people that support your vision of the world mm-hmm. and America, right? So, you know, that, you know, now we know that, that Mattis has a much better vision of the world than the president's, but... That it's it's the right reason, and, and even if you were a Mattis fan and a Trump fan, you would say that's the right reason. Yeah, and, and then he he starts to bag on him about the horrible job that he did in Afghanistan. Actually, and then he said, "What did he do for me?" That's so when I, I nearly flipped my lid. What an asshole! I'm sorry. Yeah. What an asshole thing to say. It is not about him. Mattis and the generals and the military are not doing anything for Trump. They're doing things for America. That just shows you how narcissistic he is. He did nothing for me. What did he do for me? What a, did he even come up with what, something what, like that? I, I, it, it took me a nanosecond to just basically pull my hair out when he said that. I, I was like, you have got to be kidding me. And, you know, the rest of the room doesn't flinch. Nope. Nope. No, no eyes rolling. We were talking about eyes rolling earlier. We couldn't find anybody's eyes rolling. It How do they not do it? How do they not roll their I think eyes? They're putting like super glue in their eyes. No, no, I, 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 I told, I, I told, I can be in a company meeting, and I don't have that kind of poker face. I mean, somebody could say, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna do two million this month, and I can't, I can't even maintain a straight face for that, right? And it might even be plausible. So how they do it without cracking a smile, without rolling their eyes, without scratching, it's, it's impressive, you know. Um, notice, and I'm going to take some credit on this. Okay. He talked about changing the timeline on the early withdrawal of oh, Syria. Oh, that's right. You did call that. And I said, I'm going to believe it when it happens. I'm believe it when it happens. I'm not. A hundred percent positive that this is going to happen, and <clears throat> and he and he said, "I didn't say I was taking him out quick." Immediately was on the video, immediately. So now, it's always it's always understanding Trump, right? Understanding what that language is with him, because immediately means immediately, right? You start making plans. Yep. You know, and well, they you know, originally said the thirty days or whatever, and, and so then then. Uh, 
the military came back and said it would be at least 120 days before there was a full, you know what I mean? And then Israel said, can you make it even slower than that? And now we're going to see this thing drag out. And, and, and then we lose Mattis, the only adult in the room, over bullshit. Mm-hmm. Right? Because he just said that. And Mattis was like, you, I can't live with people that just say crap, even if it's not going to happen. Because m- m- more so than I would, Mattis, maybe not, <laughs> but more so than I would, Mattis would know whether it's a realistic thing or not. Right? So he may even know that it's nonsense of what he's saying, but he can't live with that. You know? Good for him. Yeah. Uh, and maybe one of the most bizarre comments. And disturbing. <laughs> and, and disturbing and on disturbing. many levels. On many, many levels. Uh, that yeah. came out of that was his support, his uh, validation of the, of the Russian propaganda for why they invaded Afghanistan? Yeah, because... It it hinges on the truly bizarre. And I hope Mueller was paying attention to that part, right? Oh, yeah. Like, okay, so he he says uh, that Russia was right to be there because the terrorists from Afghanistan were going into Russia. Go preface what what you're talking about. This was the invasion in 1979 of when the Russians invaded and occupied Afghanistan. And then they ended up in a 10-year war, which broke them, basically. Yeah. So go ahead, Kerry. I just wanted to make sure there was a reference to it. And so at that time, Russia was saying that they had to do this because of the terrorists in Afghanistan. And that was total BS. That is, that is not at all why they, they were, were there. trying to prop up the communist part of the government right. so that they could maintain that as a satellite control of yes. the Soviet Union. Yes. That's what and, they and, were In fact, to... probably even bring it into the Soviet Union exactly. eventually, right? Yep, I mean, yep. If they would have won, they, if they propped up that government, they weren't going to leave. Sure. You know what I mean? They would have just absorbed that. Right. Redrew right. a borderline. And which. And so, you know, then Trump says that they had every right to be there. Because of terrorists. It, it, nobody asked him. It was um, just truly a, a bizarre um, comment sort of out of left field. But there's some really weird timing behind it. Oh, really? Because <laughs> you patronize me. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, really? <laughs> because. Ooh, a double. <laughs> a doubler. Because. At the current moment, Putin is trying to rewrite Russian history by by passing, I think it's just a resolution, it's a resolution that says that they were justified in their... Because in the last 40 years, it has been known as, um, you know, a shameful act. Basically, Russia kind of has... It's not anything that they're proud of in their history, and they know what it did to their, their empire, and by and large, most Russians would just assume forget it. And Putin can't. Putin can't and he's trying to rewrite history saying that now that we have a uh, a war on worldwide terrorism that falls within that. That's and, it's a good th- good excuse for them to try and glom onto <clears throat> calling it terrorism when that wasn't it at all. No, no. And then the but, president but why? He's he's the mouthpiece for this. Why? why? He didn't he You know he didn't read it anywhere. No, he, he doesn't. Yeah, he didn't he didn't know about it. And you know nobody in the White House is telling him this stuff. Right. 
So, so where did he get it from? There's only one place he would get it from, and that is directly, <laughs> directly from Russia. The and, Kremlin. Um, Putin and the Kremlin. Know. I don't know. They're talking points. I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe the well-hydrated hookers told him to say that. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't have much bladder control? Uh, I, I, I don't want to keep going on that, uh, <laughs> on that stream. <laughs> Consciousness, clean it up, family show. <laughs> lots, oh. of, lots of puns today, but yeah, I, I there's only one place he he, he and, and why he decided to share it and spread it, it and 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 then you know uh, Rachel Maddow the other night did a fabulous job of putting together a a series. There was at least four of things that he has said that have been pro-Russian propaganda. And they've all come out of left field. Individually, you look at them, you're like, whatever. But when you look at all four of them, you're like, who is this guy? Like, why does he continue to push false narratives that benefit Russia? You know what's funny is that was last night, Thursday night, that that was on. And when she, I think she talked about four instances. And I had seen each one of them. But like you say, individually... It didn't like register, but now you've got people pointing out how yes, these things are connected because the timing. There's always the, something always, on the, yep, timing. the timing, even but if because it's, they're so spaced out, yeah. you don't. It doesn't yep. click immediately, yep. but when you get enough of them, mm-hmm. the little dotted trail between yep. the events start. Making and then sense. and then that event, and then some event that's happening in Russia. That timing is always. You know, Montenegro wants to go into NATO, and all of a sudden they're dangerous. Montenegro, them some badasses. <laughs> very strong. They're start a third world they're war. Very, they're very, very strong people. Knobs never go to Montenegro. <laughs> very strong. People very strong there. people. Uh, oh. Next thing you know, you're in World War Three. <laughs> you know, speaking of Montenegro, you know when she was talking about the whole Montenegro thing in that interview, and then she followed up and showed when they were at. Where the hell were they? But he was, Trump was on the same stage as the Montenegro president or prime minister. Yeah, yeah, and he pushes him. He grabs him and pushes yeah. him, pulls him out of the way. And I was thinking, you know it would have been hilarious if he just went up and just <laughs> give, you know, like a forearm shiver to You mean Trump like a grassy and, troll would do. Yeah, grassy troll would just put him out of his ass like, what, what are you doing? What are you touching me? You don't know me. That would have been great. See, see, then nah, I would have believed nah, Montenegro was strong. You, you, you didn't know the grassy troll when he played soccer. No. <laughs> this mild-mannered demeanor that he carries is uh, not the same guy that uh, was playing football. Oh, you're, you're flattering me. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the other end of. I, had, of, I, I was on the other end of one of those pushes. I recall. Put it this way. I. I I have deep-seated anger issues, <laughs> and something about a ball flying around a field and people in between me and that ball just brought it to me. <laughs> yeah, dynamite comes in small packages. I did my fair share of damage. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, but that that was just way unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, he's done some yeah. unbelievable stuff. And it finally started to get some press. I made some complaints a couple days ago saying, like, why isn't this being talked about? And, uh, you know, thank you, Rachel. I think that was part of it. And um, there was another guy that kind of brought it up. And, and I, I think the, the, the TV guys started, to, or gals or whatever, 
you know, started to say, hey, there was there was this oddball. In fact, no one asked him about it in the press, in the oh. presser today, and I th- I thought that was that was kind of strange. Well, they probably figured they'd get such a convoluted answer. It's like, let's try and get him on something. Maybe he'll answer. The, the, it's so frustrating to watch them sometime. You know, he 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 was going on about how the new uh, trade deal with Mexico was going to pay for the wall, <laughs> yeah, right? That was, and, and and one guy that asked was rich. him, and then one guy kind of called him out on that and said, "All that savings goes to U.S. companies and to U.S. consumers, so you're taxing them more." to pay for the wall and you're calling that Mexico paying for the wall and then Trump just ran right over him. The other one, again, it's surprising I still have hair, was when he was talking about how much revenue they're getting from the Chinese because of tariffs. He must have said it. And it, okay, one time a mistake, right? It, tariffs are complicated. Global trade's complicated. But he went on and on about how the Chinese are paying billions in tariffs. It it shows he has absolutely no understanding of global trade. Zero. Because he's been he must have been told this before. The Chinese pay no tariffs. I know. That's what this is. Yeah, yeah. But that doesn't show up on, we need YouTube. on podcasts. <laughs> uh, and, and for him just to say it over and over again, and I kept wanting one of those reporters to say, President, do you understand how tariffs work? Can you explain to me how the Chinese are paying our tariffs because they're not? Mm-hmm. You know, so that, that part is just, you know. Speaking of China, you know, you know what else I kind of China. Think? China. That's what he calls it, China. <laughs> Something else I picked up on He's going on and 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 on about the wall, about the illegals, about the lepers, about the gang members, and the drugs. And he's talking about fentanyl, 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 coming in, killing 6,000 people a day. Then he turns around and says, China is the largest producer of fentanyl coming into our country. That's coming from. So are the Chinese coming through Mexico? What's up? What's up with that? Oh, my stories never make sense. I'm sitting there going, wait a minute. He just said Mm. the fentanyl was coming from south of the border. Now it's coming from China, and they wrapped it into their tariff plan. And it would make as much sense, right? We're paying tariffs on on fentanyl. Or or actually, China's paying tariffs on fentanyl. That's right. (laughs) But they agreed. As they bring it through the southern border. They agreed. Did you hear what he also said about the the Chinese and fentanyl? Yeah, they've agreed to criminalize it. No, they're going to kill people. Well, yeah, so they're going to yeah. get a death sentence if they sell their fentanyl to the U.S. Know, yeah. And he said he was good with them dying, basically. Hmm. Anyways. Do you, where do you think he gets this information? Because he wouldn't get it from... Fentanyl. <laughs> <laughs> That's a city north of here. <laughs> it's in the U.P. Um, or you know. He wouldn't get it from, like, his cabinet members, right? If he had cabinet members. Ah, <sighs> But the acting ones, the acting ones might help him out with this. Are are those cardboard cutout? <laughs> I think they do mime on the, on the on the Wednesday shit show. I'm trying to identify who these people are. <clears throat> Two years into an administration, we should know at least by face who people are. But you also, 
typically you surround yourself with your top dogs, mm-hmm. right? And like Pro- Pompeo. The, 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 yeah, the, the biggest dogs in the cab usually are Secretary of State, DOD, and I, sometimes you would have your chief of staff there, but I'm not really sure where the chief of staff. But do they have to be confirmed? Yeah, chief yeah. of staff has to be confirmed, right? So that's kind of who you usually have. You might have Homeland Security, you know, in there. But I don't even know who these this cast of characters are that, that Trump has sitting next to him. You know, I'm assuming Pompeo was in the room. I don't know if he's traveling. I'm assuming, well, Nielsen, they put on video. Yeah, she was. She Skyped in or whatever. Right. Uh, <clears throat> has anyone seen Ben Carson in <laughs> in, in I think in he's months? out dining room table <laughs> shopping. Ikea must be clearing him out or something. You know, but for Trump, he was always a great prop in the past. Oh, yeah. Right? So why not put him out there, mm-hmm. you know? You you mentioned uh, you saw Bolton in the background. Yeah, yeah Bolton. Him and, and then do you know who the guy was uh, on the on on our left side? Uh, he's the one that just replaced um, Zinky. No, 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 no. In the behind. Oh, sitting next to Bolton. Yeah. No. On the left side. That's no. Bill Shine. Oh, that's Shine from yeah, Fox. Yeah. Oh, is it really? <laughs> so he's got a premium seat, right? We got we got the Bolton. And I noticed a lot of times when Trump, he didn't do any eye rolls, but a lot of times when Trump said something, he would write it down, which probably means clean up aisle six. <laughs> 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 you know? Well, you know what was amazing? You, you talk about these cast of characters. It, from the count that I got, and think about cabinet positions. They're there aren't very many of them to start with. They're 21, I believe. Wow, nice. Fact check. I did not know that. But the thing about it is that those people are the most important individuals in our government Correct. to help guide the president. The and run their departments. And run their departments and guide the president in day-to-day operations that keep things going right. And I believe... There was five, yes, five acting. No, it's seven. Seven. All right, I only, I only had five. No, it, 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 it's seven, and um, you're right. I did think there was an, uh, another one that was acting named for OMB because Mulvaney has been moved over to acting. I still saw <laughs> was Mulvaney that, was still current. No, and he is. It was, there, there was an acting for uh, personnel and management, OPM, oh, acronym problems. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that is not a cabinet-level position. So ah. it's a director position. So there's an acting person there. But uh, the seven are Matt Whitaker, DOJ, um, Mulvaney. Uh, um, Chief of Staff. Uh, DOD. Shanahan. EPA, HHS. Wheeler. Interior and Ambassador to the UN. So th- but- those are all acting. But to me, the thing that was amazing about it, two things. It just shows you that the desire for anyone decent and good anymore in the shit show is gone. And then the second thing that's just amazing about most of these people we've we've just gone through is their backgrounds. You, You just think about the acting secretary of the EPA, Andrew Wheeler. He's a former coal lobbyist. Yeah. C-O-L-E. Yeah. Cole. <laughs> I mean, uh, think of the irony You mean, you mean our buddy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was lobbying for, for, for our friend, Cole. And then the acting secretary of 
Health and Human Services, Eric Hargren, yep. former Big Pharma. Pharma. Obvious. I mean, these people have no shame. And, and these they're not are the qualified swamp. to run their, their, their... When he promotes them, most of them are not the proper promotion for those, for those roles. Um, and, and that's why you look at them and you've never seen them before. You don't know what their place in government is. And uh, they're, what, what they're hired for is their ability to keep their pupils straight and not do an eye roll. roll their eyes. <laughs> That's probably in the interview. I, 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 we're going to say outrageous things. All right, time for another beer. Yeah. The, the shit show was a lot of fun, but I'm getting pretty thirsty. So uh, let's go into the treasure trove and see what we got. Ah, another Atwater offering. Woohoo! Woo All right, is this our first duplicate from a from a brewery we've already done? Yes. Okay. But, th- but there's a reason I got this one. Is it's our first Pilsner? Okay. All I, right. I tried for your sake. I tried steering clear of the IPAs. I don't mind that. You know that. Which was very hard for me to do because I saw some very cool and very interesting labeling, and I'm like. It's got to be good IPA. But for you, I thought, let's do something totally different. I saw Pilsner, so I immediately grabbed it. Excellent. Let's see. It's called Purple Gang Pilsner. It's a German-style Pilsner. I didn't notice that before. We have alcohol of 4.8. We're kind of kissing our sister there. Oh, even less than that. I think we're kissing the dog. (laughs) (laughs) We're kissing our sister's dog. And it's 32 IBUs. Why am, I, why am I so harsh on the dogs today? <laughs> I don't know, man. Wow. That's like a uh, precedent. 32 IBUs. Is that considered? That's on the low side, right? Uh, it's on the low side for hoppy. It's on the high side for those that don't like hoppy. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. yep. So, all right. Let's so crack these bad boys and see if that water comes through again. <laughs> Stick one to there. Oh. All right. Cheers, mates. Bottoms up. Apologize for the lack of audio on the uh, first beer. Get over it. Get over it. Refreshing. My pipes were hot. Yeah, yeah. Last segment went a little long between beers. I know we had to nurse them babies. (laughs) Uh I don't, okay. I don't know that I've ever knowingly had a Pilsner, so I'm not sure what to think about that. Right, American loggers, they don't really necessarily call themselves out Pilsners or lager. You know what I mean? They're just beer, right? I guess. I don't you know. know. American That's beers, what, I should I'm, say. I'm asking. Yeah. Because I can't recall ever going, hey, I'll take a Pilsner. So is this an interchangeable term? Isn't, uh, isn't Miller White a Pilsner? I believe it is. I don't drink that. But. You know, this is this is when uh, our beer expert is going to be really helpful. Yeah. Okay, but uh, let's... Back to the beer. Sorry Do we like it. it? Do we like it? Uh, yeah, it's so mellow compared to what we usually have here. It's it's okay. Um, but I, I'm going to put this in the not-for-me category. Well, <clears throat> it's not doing anything for me as well. So I think I'm going to say not for me. But it is cold. It is wet. When I'm drinking, soothing my pipes. When I'm drinking craft beer, it's usually not going to be a pilsner. <laughs> okay. I mean, because that's where you know I can drink a pilsner. I believe if I want to have a Miller Lite, 
you know. Oh, and okay. and so when I drink craft I, I beers, you. I'm looking for am- ambers and stouts and porters and cetera, IPAs, you know. Et cetera. Cool. Knobs. So I do want to go back to. <laughs> I the, think we harmonize. <laughs> I want to go back to the first one. I want to revisit that oh, one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, by um, all means. And yeah, it actually it stayed good and consistent the entire can. So, so that's three for me's. Yeah, that's the four me's. Borealis. Yeah, not Moo. usually a coffee dark beer fan, but that one was smooth and not bitter. So. And, and I still say for a coffee, I expected it to be a little heavier, but it never really came across yeah. as a heavy beer. Enjoyed it. I did too. Yeah. I, I definitely for me. Yeah. Uh, did actually did you give the name of this beer? I know we went right to Atwater. No, I'm sorry. I and didn't. I don't think we talked good, about what it is. Good catch. Sorry. Uh, the Purple Gang, Purple Gang Pilsner. Uh, I do. Believe, this is Detroit beer. I think the Purple Gang was a Detroit gang, wasn't they it? They were gangsters. Yeah, yeah, gangsters in Detroit back in the uh, uh, 20s or 30s. Um, I think it was around the Prohibition yeah. time. Um, so not really quite sure why they decided to call their German style Pilsner. A uh, the purple gang, um, you know the other when when I think of German beers again I, I not even the large brewery German beers um, aren't really uh, my style of beer, you know. You uh, dissing Lowenbrau? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean Heineken, Heineken, but Heineken's Holland, but it's the same oh, thing. Oh, that's true. But but it's just, it Heineken's one of those beers that I would turn down. You know, because it just and, and this kind of has it. This is this goes in the not for me category. Yeah. The other Atwater. Did I finish we, my review of this? Or? Oh, that's right. Knobs <laughs> had the floor. <laughs> Carry on. I'm I'm so sorry, and I apologize for Blano. Yeah. I apologize. There's no excuse for, me. for him. No. Um, no, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bottoms up. Why, why do we bother? Have some more of this. Yeah. Okay. You don't All right. Want to drink. Okay, so you throw me under the bus just for that finish, right? I, yeah. I, I, I thought we were gonna have an epiphany five. of, of uh, you know, some very in-depth and and thoughtful take nope. on you, the purple. You game. set me up. All right, <laughs> I, I think I was the one set up. Yeah. And and where did you come down from? Oh, it's not for me. All right. Well, that might be the. I don't know if it's the first one that we've had that. Uh, all three of us go thumbs down. It's kind of a nothing burger. It's not offensive. It's just... Bad. I'm a little offended. <laughs> no, like, there's like... Snowflakes, snowflakes. <laughs> no, there's that aftertaste. Yeah, I was say, there's a really weird aftertaste. That's what Pilsner's are. That's why I don't like German yeah. beers. Mm. Yep. Mm. Okay. All right. Enough of the beer. So, we uh, thought we would touch on a subject that, ironically... All three of the uh, show members are going through right now in their lives, and that is looking for a house new hunting. home, a new mm-hmm. abode, and house hunting. Uh, yeah, which will also mean a new one shot studio. <laughs> you said that name. <laughs> Never speak that name. <laughs> uh, Nobs, confirm that we're still Nob, rolling. Nob, we're still on. Nob yep, just wet himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little perspiration on the brow. <laughs> Uh, so I think I think we I think we go age before beauty on this young youngest before, uh, so so uh, knobs you're looking for is it fair to say your first home or you don't consider it that way? Oh uh, yeah, my first real home okay. for sure. Okay. Um, yeah. Got a new job about seven months ago, and my commute is already less than what it was at my old job, but it's still 35, 40 minutes, an area that I don't particularly enjoy. So. 
looking to move back to a place I'm more comfortable with and closer to work. Mm-hmm. And how's the house hunting going? Uh, well, I didn't tell you guys, but I did put an offer in a house last night. Oh, Shut the wow, front door. Bottoms up, yeah, man. How up. ironic. No wonder he was being so coy mm-hmm. when we mentioned this subject. So. He was bursting with news that he couldn't share yet. <laughs> yep. So uh, I've not heard back on the offer. Um, Do you expect them to counter? Yes. So you you, would, you didn't lowball? Yes. Oh, he did? Yes. Oh, right. I, I went below what they were asking for. Um, but it has been on the market for a little while. Well, you're going to go below what they're asking for. Yeah. What, did you go 10% below what they're asking, or or um, seven, eight percent, or so? That's ah, not lowballing. Yeah. I mean, it's fair. It's, it, fair. it's a good point to where they can come back and kind of counter. We can meet. Yeah, yeah, there. right, right. You kind of you, you you probably <clears throat> have an idea where they're going to come back, and mm-hmm. um, so yeah. Um, but the house hunting sucks. Um, it so really does. What's your favorite part about it, and what's your least favorite part about it? Uh, my favorite parts would be, uh, I don't know that there is a good part. <laughs> no, it's like, better than car shopping. <laughs> mm, dis- I disagree. So. <laughs> disagree on that. Uh, the worst part is just the commitment. Oh, 30 yeah. years and X amount of dollars per month for 30 years. It happens. Ah, it goes by like it's 45 years. <laughs> it really does. And you get that great tax write-off. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so, I don't know. No, you but you it, you were looking for a house, correct? Yeah. A regular single-family home? Full-blown house. Now, what, what kind of house did you like? Well, you were looking ranch, colonial, bungalow? This is a two-story house with oh, a okay. partially finished basement. So this isn't the one that we talked about. A couple weeks ago, is it? That you uh, thought about maybe? With the big backyard? Well, I, it, does this one have the, the, yes. the, the property? Because yeah. I thought it was a ranch. That's well, why. there was a ranch I looked at probably about a month ago yeah. that was outside my price range. And that they someone put an offer in on that like right away. Ah. This is a place I looked at, I think, about two weeks ago. Oh, cool. Well, cool. So, All right. Awesome stuff. And what about, what about you, uh, Frederico? Well, what's your latest status? <clears throat> My latest status is uh, we have kind of been off the market for a couple months because we we sold our home back in September and then moved into an apartment. Well, we moved into an apartment because we had a deal on a condo, and it blew up in our face because our dog's too fat. <laughs> Put him on the keto. <laughs> they, they we're gonna have to do something with her. Yeah, long story short is um, we ended up in an apartment after being in our own home for I don't know how many years. And it's it was a strange adjustment, but we've kind of got a little complacent, lazy, and fat there. And it's kind of hard to get so the, the, the schneid again yeah. and get so back up. The dog is fat or not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, along with the, the people who own the dog. But yeah, we, we're looking for a condo. Are you going to start looking again? Yeah, actually tomorrow. We have an appointment tomorrow, as a matter of fact. And the reason we're going condo is because I've had my fill of cutting grass, shoveling the shitty snow. I'm I'm just so over it and so tired of it. And the thing about condos is they offer a lot in that way, but it doesn't. It comes at a price. Yes, you got to pay those homeowners association. Well, it comes at other prices. It also comes in because. Uh, we're in a similar situation, but we're looking to sell and move. And at first, we were thinking a condo was the way to go. 
for ease of lifestyle, right? Uh-huh. Yep. But we're kind of seeing now the trade-offs on condo in terms of call it privacy. Oh yeah. Y- you know where you know looking <clears throat> out your backyard, you don't have a backyard, and you're looking in someone else's door wall, and and is that what you want day after day after day, right? So at first, I think we were really settled in on condo living. Now I'm not so sure. Um, you know, I think we want all the benefits of, of condo life, but the, um, the environment of single-family units. Well, don't forget, there are a fair amount of detached condos, probably not where you're looking. Though, then location I, I know the, issue, yes. I know the location you're looking, yeah. those are mostly attached and almost two and three stories slightly more urban yes very yeah, yeah urban in their two and three store by right that's right, the nature right, of them right where we want a single we want a ranch right just one floor laundry on the first floor how was you, you know it was interesting one We're of coming out we, of a one, quad. one of the condos that we, we looked at um the amount of steps kind of came into play you, you know like you know we don't have knee problems or anything like that but like me but you know, do we want to be going up three flights of steps, you know, every day for one reason or another? Uh, it makes makes you think. Well, so we, we've we've broadened our search to also include homes again. So condos started, homes now. I wouldn't say condos are completely out of the question. Yeah, I mean, we I guess we still are keeping a regular home, single family mm-hmm. home as plan B, but we're going to try and find the condo thing that's the right situation for us. And What I what, what, what we're running up against, and you may have done it the right way, but we're running into the contingency. Yeah. Sell this house, how do we move into something? And what I kind of you know brought up today was the best homes, the ones that you know are perfect and have the right, neighborhoods and all of that stuff, right, um, you know, easy to maintain, updated, they don't last on the market. Even if the price is fair or a little high, they're not lasting on the market as quickly. So we're looking for a needle in a haystack on uh, a leap year day, you right. know. <laughs> That's kind of the way I look at it is, is we want to find that perfect home but also have the timing such. So now we're also talking about perhaps building, selling, and getting an apartment. Yep. Or just getting an apartment and then, you know, sell this place and then looking for six months so we have more options open. So the challenge of the <clears throat> timing is really also what we're running into. Ironically, you and I both have the same realtor. And when we went to sell our house, he told us that as we see homes and want to put in offers, we basically have to have our house sold or they won't even entertain our offer. And that's kind when of When the what market's we're down, they'll entertain contingent offers. Yeah. You know? But when the market is up or even and I'd say right now it's kind of even, it's harder to get that contingent offer. And 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 so now, you know, kind of what, what are 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 the other options and um and I think for homes that have been on the market for six, seven months you might be able to get that contingent offer. But there's something wrong with those. That's why they've been on the market for six or seven months, right? Um, so we, we've got we've to gotta still figure out what we're going to do. Nah. But, a, but a move is imminent in, in 2019. 
Yeah, I mean, with a, with me, it's like, I just, I, I don't want to move again. So I, I kind of want to get it right. And mm-hmm. and I, I honestly think the condo is where I'm at in life. It's it's just, it's going to work out for us. And not, understand the price that you pay. But some of them aren't that bad. Sometimes if you get like an end unit and, and it's a decently landscaped, it feels more like a home. Yeah. I'm, more like a typical home, I should say. Yeah, whatever, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's cool. I mean, I, like I say, in the apartment, we've gotten a little complacent. <laughs> it's hard to kind of get the momentum going again, but uh, we ran across one that... That should be your New, New Year's resolution. No, I don't do New Year's <laughs> resolutions. Listen to episode seven. <laughs> Anyways, so... All right, well, we'll keep you all updated on our... Home buying. <clears throat> Next week, we'll let you know for sure if Nob's offer was accepted. Yep. <clears throat> Stay tuned. Ooh. Maybe. He's going to be way up there, though. It's going to be harder to We're gonna get him to show to up to him, work. We're going to have to give him a raise. <laughs> He'll probably get a raise just like the Trump people did, right? How much was it an hour? Uh, well, no. Two he cents an hour? No, he'll get a percentage raise. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So you'll get like a, yeah, what, I, I, what's it going to take to keep you coming down? I'll give you a 20% raise. 20%? Okay. Yeah, 20% easily. of nothing. Is yeah. what, what is it again? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to really help with that. Bottoms up. Bottoms up. All right. Well, that was that was fun, but needs to be short. Yeah. <laughs> Bottoms up. We're out. So, side note. Um, keep in mind, you can find us at bottomsup.com. Oh, we're not quite out. No, nope, not quite out. Not out. out. <laughs> Pottomsup.com. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud. Um, leave us a comment. Follow us. Facebook.com slash Pottomsup. Yes. Yeah, suggestions on Facebook. Yes. Okay. It, because all those other things you mentioned. Yes. Haven't they already found us? They can subscribe <laughs> in multiple different places, okay, though. Okay. All right. To but, their preference. Facebook, we need more followers on yes. Facebook, and we need comments yes. on Facebook. You can also email and us at suggestion. mail at pottomsup.com. Email us any comments, topics, beer recommendations, uh, whatever you want. All right. All right. So PSA right there. PSA. Now okay. we're out. Are we out? Yeah. Now we're okay. out. One more time. Pottoms up. Pottoms up. Out. Because, baby, I hate you. Cause baby